ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everything in between, welcome to the Kevin Clifton Show. So we are Woo! backstage. We're following up basically on last week's uh, podcast because um, everyone went nuts, obviously, because I had Stacey Dooley, MBE, on the Woo! podcast. Um, we thought we'd do a little follow-up ep- episode because that was before the tour started when we when we were talking about the Strictly tour. Yeah. Um, now we are in Manchester. I've we- got a couple of days off. Um, so I've come up to Manchester to uh, to watch the tour and to, to watch Stace do her thing. And she's currently having her hair done. Trace is doing my Trace hair. Trace is doing her hair. It's very big and curly. Think sort of t- Tina Turner vibes at the moment. We've really gone to town. Yeah, Trace has nailed the hair. brief. So obviously my obsession with Gloria Estefan has continued into 2020. It's reached new levels. It's reached new levels. And I'm loving it, actually. You like it curly, don't you, Kev? You like the curls. I love your curly hair. Yeah. Yeah, I think it looks wicked. Yeah. Um, And Liv's in here to do the makeup as well. Liv, to Liv. We've got a packed room backstage at Strictly Combats in Manchester. Liv. Liv and Trace, the dream team. Um, So... Before you were saying, like in rehearsals, you yeah. were like a little bit nervous about it, but um, you know you, you were looking forward to it. But you're nervous. You, you just really wanted to get that first one underway. Tell us, how do you reckon the first one went? And then, like a week later, now, like, how are you feeling about the whole Strictly tour? Okay, I will. Go on. So you're right. I think, and I was saying this to the girls actually, Liv and Trace. You were saying, yeah, I sort of understand that. In the rehearsals, I felt nervous. As soon as the shows themselves came round, I felt chill. It's really, really strange. It's having the audience. Yeah. If you don't have an audience, it could be a bit uncomfortable. Well, that's it. Talking to no one. What about when it would break your heart when I was doing my own cheers in the mic? Every time that one of the couples would dance, Stacey would go on the mic, it's Kevin and Jeanette. Anticipating the cheers, but it, that's, that's the thing, Kevin. It feels a bit surreal. You'll know this way more than me because you're an actual performer. But it feels really surreal practicing to a room full of ten people. Yeah, when you're really difficult. trying to go to town, you know, you're really trying to go for it. But as soon as the audience came, I was pleasantly surprised. I felt so chill. I felt really relaxed. I totally agree, because it, it changes the energy in the room, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, and as much as people say, like, oh, you've got to perform, like, it, like it doesn't matter, like, how many people are in the audience. The audience shouldn't affect you. It should be just all an internal thing, and you've got to, like, like do your own performance. Mm. A massive audience changes the whole energy and vibe of the room. Totally. And I'm finding it a bit, because I'm days away from opening in Wedding Singer. Robbie So I've been doing my rehearsals, and um, we've done a few run-throughs, and there's a bit, like my very first thing that I did, the very first sort of opening song, I come out with my guitar, front, front of the stage, and, and sing this song called It's Your Wedding Day. Mm. And they're asking me to, in that particular scene, um, to be like make it bigger and more like be more of the showman on on, on that bit and, it, and it's one of these things where like I know that once I'm doing it in front of an audience that will come easily enough oh baby I don't doubt that <laughs> give Kevin audience but I tend to because I tend to be quite extra in front of an audience no but when there's, well, yeah, we won't have that <laughs> but in a room when there's just like five people watching yeah. one of them's the director and he's writing notes 
and you know the other one's a producer and they're writing notes. Feel a bit and of a plunker almost. And yeah. it's silent, and, and they're just looking, and they're not sort of their job isn't to sit there and go nuts and throw energy back at you. It's it's really weird to just suddenly be like really extra and sort of showman in front of them, mm. and, and like the rest of the show's all right, but that opening number I find really weird in, in rehearsals. But I know that in the actual theatre it's going to be fine. Mm. Yeah. So, so I totally get it. I totally echo that. That's exactly how it was. And then, actually, for me. The turning point was probably Leeds. Birmingham are always so lovely to us um, and they're patient with us, I think, because they understand that we're sort of finding our feet. It's always the first couple of shows, isn't it, in Birmingham? Mm. So they're, lo- they're, they're really lovely, really loyal. And then we went up to Aberdeen um, and that, that's a new arena. And then when we got to Leeds, I just, I knew the script and, you know, we understood what was landing and the couples were comfy. And they were just, what were the Leeds crowd like, girls? They so were good. just rock. It was so fun. Like I like the Leeds Arena because it, yeah. uh, it feels like a theatre. Yeah. Like The crowd are like massive and in front of you. Well, they're sat on top of you, they? are so yeah. close. So you can see their little faces. And they were just so generous. They were screaming. And yeah, you just get such a buzz. You think, oh, God, now I know how little mix feels. <laughs> <laughs> and it was... So as we were recording this, it was Saturday night in Manchester last night. Yeah. And I was sat in the crowd. I thought it was a wicked crowd. I obviously, I wasn't there in Leeds, so I don't know how loud they were, but Manchester felt really so loud great. last night. Like, it was a great show. It's Northerners. I love Northerners. My mm-hmm. heart belongs here. Yeah. I belong up here, I reckon. But um, Emma Barton's just texted me in the group tour WhatsApp. Um, we're all going down. So a couple of the pro girls, Lady Di and Karen, have been really poorly. Mm. And there's this virus going around that Liv is taking very, very seriously. This is not a joke. This is not a drill. (laughs) Take no risks. But now (laughs) Kath has done her Achilles in. Um, So they're all just texting. So Johannes and Catherine aren't going to be able to perform uh, today. Um, We can't do one of the pro group numbers because... We've lost too many. We've lost too many well, men. I mean, they did ask me to step in. They actually. asked me and Liv to step in. I said, well, Kev is here, you know. Yeah, if actually, only I'm we on tonight, aren't I? If only we had a professional dancer amongst us. <laughs> who knows Strictly. I'll go out and dance with Johannes. <laughs> oh, my God. They would go nuts. That would be amazing. My fave two boys. <laughs> um, and also, like, I've seen it, because I saw it at the beginning. Yeah. And you were brilliant, like... Like, I know I'm a bit biased, but, like, you're an awesome, awesome host of, of the Strictly Tour. And everyone's going nuts for you. Um, but then I've seen you, like, a week later in Manchester, and it seems like it's gone up, like, ten levels. Yeah. Like, do you feel like it's got more confident or, like... I don't know, it feels more spontaneous. Yeah. The last couple of shows that I've seen. I suppose seen. it's like with anything, isn't it? It's sort of inevitable. You know, you've finding your feet first couple of shows and you're trying your best of course you always do but I feel I feel really comfy and I'm really enjoying it um, and I think everyone is the couples are and they know the dances inside out now you know it's like it's just second nature it's coming to them so easily so you can sort of bounce off the crowds and have a bit more fun yeah it feels mm. a bit more spontaneous you're right and the mm. judges are great so I love it when they're kicking off I love it so much. Um, yeah, they're nuts, aren't they, yeah. the judges? And um, as far as the competition itself, 
Kelvin's oh. won every show so far. Kelvin Fletcher has gone down an absolute storm. And it's weird, isn't it? Because we thought it might be a mix, but we thought like there might be different winners. Yeah. They normally lose some tours, like the odd winner here and there, but Kelvin's gone strong. He's done a Joe Sug on us. He's dominated the tour, but um, I'm pleased for him. You know, he's so. I think they love him because he's so normal, isn't it? Is yeah. that, that's that's what they. I mean, that and the samba hips. Samba hips. Yeah. They um they go completely loopy, don't they? So, I don't even have to say his name. It's when I get to the line and our final couple. It's, ah, prosecco flying everywhere. <laughs> Feet going da 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 da. Um, his, his family are in actually today because this is his neck of the woods. So I think his his babies and his wife. Yeah, so. that's nice. Yeah, because it's the top two, isn't it? Like you, you, you get you get to the end of the show and you go, you're top two for tonight in, in the votes in the arena, and it's been obviously Kelvin and Jeanette, and most of the time Kareem and Amy. Yeah, and I'm so pleased because obviously I love Amy. Yeah, yeah she's. She's my girl, and Karim is a brilliant dancer. What do I know about dance? But like the spins, you uh, know. Strictly champion, 2018. Yeah, sorry, you know, lots of our dance. Thank sorry, you. Guys. <laughs> but I mean, I, it's it's a pleasure to watch him. And yeah. you say he's he's really capable. No, he's a great and dancer. Yeah. So yeah, um, but also Safi B, Saffron, and Saffron AJ. Saffron and AJ have made two. Yeah, made the, made the final twice. And I think Saffron's growing in confidence. We forget mm. she's a baby. Mm -hmm. She's 19 years old. You know, I could be her mother, which is really <laughs> depressing. But she's a sweetheart and I think I'm delighted that she got in the top two because I think that kind of gave her a mm. bit of a boost. Mm. Um, you went for your yeah, nails like done with her, didn't you? Huh? You went for your nails oh done with her, didn't you? Oh my God, we went to get our nails done the other morning. She's such an angel. She said, um, will, we get our, will we get our nails done? I said, yeah. We, oh, I can't remember where we were. Might have been Leeds. We were in Leeds, yeah, yeah. And so Saffron, like the millennial YouTuber she is, Googled all the nail bars, found out what time they were open, read the reviews, um, went in and said she wanted a stiletto ombre, which is obviously completely foreign to me because I'm 100 years old and I went for an oxblood mani. But yeah, we got our nails done. She's really interesting, I'm sure, for everyone yeah. listening to this. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, Thank you for the content. Yes, and for the content. <laughs> so, uh, like, I've been like, like looking at my social media whenever I post like a picture of you doing the tour and all that sort of stuff, and um, everyone's gone nuts, basically, saying she's an amazing host, um, and. People, even to the extent of people saying like, oh, if either, if either of the girls ever decided to pack it in, like Stacey, <laughs> Stacey should host Strictly Come Dancing. Oh, I don't know about all that, King <laughs> yeah, Stop, like, stop. It's been like so, <laughs> so overwhelmingly positive. Everyone's been really lovely. And do you know yeah. what? Ore, who I love and I think was so wicked, um, I was really mindful that it was Ore's gig for a couple of years. Mm. But Ore's such a gem that I told you, didn't I? He texts me the night before, just saying, really enjoy it. He's, He's so yeah, I, I'm so fond of him. And um, you've got a good relationship with, with him, haven't you, Ken? Oh, I love her, you yeah, yeah. great. I went to see him the other day in the Yeah, I went to see him in curtains, curtains. doing really well. But, um, so I didn't want to pretend to be all Ray. I just wanted to do my own thing completely. And so many people, like the girls will know more than me, but so many people have hosted the tour. So I suppose you just got to do, sort of put your own stamp on it, maybe. Yeah. Um, but I can't believe I can't believe how chill I feel. 
thousands that's of good. people, and I thought yeah. I'd be bag of nerves. Yeah, but, but you um, went out there last night. There's thousands of people in Manchester, and everyone was in like in your hand, in the palm of your hand. It was, it was you amazing. You know what you've got to remember. I've got to remember that they're here because they love the show. Yeah. And they're on your side. Yeah, no one's there to assess That's you. That's it. Like, they're on your team. They're just there to have a good night and watch Strictly. And you know, every Saturday, they're the like diehard like fans. So you really owe it to them to just try and pull it out of the bag and make sure. Because you know, some of them, like the tickets, they get them for Christmas or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like people have saved up where it's their birthday or you know, their nan loves it, da 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 da. So I really hope they leave saying, oh God, that was brilliant. Um, it, was, it was brilliant. I mean, the host. You know, I don't know what was going on there, but aside from that, but, um, what's so, she done to her hair? <laughs> yeah. It has been um, overwhelmingly like positive. Everyone's saying like how brilliant you are, you are as the host. Um, nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. Yeah. My eyes look fresh. Um, so, wedding singer. <laughs> um, I'm in rehearsals for wedding singer. I've done about three weeks now. Um, our wedding singer and we've done loads of run-throughs we've worked really quickly and our director Ryan Lee Seeger um, is absolutely brilliant he's been amazing in, in working with us all getting into sort of dissecting the characters and the, and the different scenes and how to perform it and um, I'm just I'm just really You're really loving, loving the whole process actually um, I'm just loving being in the room and I've been on one and I've been talking about it a lot on the podcast about um, sort of um, loving the process rather than hanging on to what the result is going to be, like, like rather than worrying about what's going to happen, um, you know, what the reaction's going to be and all that sort of stuff. Um, and I've got to say, like, I'm really, really enjoying just being in the rehearsal room. Um, the cast is so amazing. Everyone's so talented. And I feel like every day I'm learning stuff from them just by watching them and by listening to them sing and like watching them act. You've said you're really thoroughly enjoying this and um, you know a couple of them already, don't you, from uh, Rock of Ages. Yeah. Thank you, baby. Thanks, Liv. So the leading lady, Rhiannon Ch um, Chesterman, is... Um, she was in Rock of Ages. She was in Rock of Ages. She played Regina in Rock of Ages. And um, Andy Carthy, um, who played oh, the, the German guy I loved in, him, in, I? in Rock of Ages. He's, he's in, uh, in my band. Like, I have a band in the show called Simply Wed. And it's me, Sammy, and George. Um, uh, Sammy's played by a guy called Ash, Ashley Emerson, and George is played by Andy Carthy. And really we're basically him. like all sort of best mates that have formed this band. And um, yeah, we're, we're, we're all really getting on and it feels like a band already, actually. Um, who else is in it? Um, Paris, Paris Green, who, um, who was in, yeah, the dancer. Yeah. She was in Rock of Ages. She's in this as well. And I'm meeting a load of new people um, who are brilliant. A guy called Johnny Fines came in right at the end, the last week of doing Rock of Ages. He came in to cover someone. He's playing Glenn, the character oh, of Glenn. Yeah, so yeah, he's yeah. sort of like the baddie in, in the play. Um, and he's hilarious. Like, he's just a, such a funny guy and, and such a great actor. Like, he brings something new every time we do a, a run-through. Um, and I do a few scenes with him and he just throws me so much, like so many actions and so much energy for me to play with. Like there's so much for me to react off. Like I, I just love it. The same for all of them. Like they're all, they're all like that. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just loving the whole process. We've done a few run throughs all the way through. So we did. You open on Thursday. Sorry? Yeah, come in. You open on Thursday, don't you? We open on Thursday, Hello, yeah. Hello, Claire. Hey. We're doing a podcast. 
Oh, wait. Don't, don't reveal any Strictly Secrets. Claire, who's in Claire's charge of the Strictly charge. Tour, has just walked into the room. Claire is in charge. No, no, She's got secrets. the folder. She's got the folder. Um, um, should, 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 we take a, should we take a quick ad break? Yes. We don't have ads we'll on take the podcast. An ad break. But like, <laughs> let's take a quick break so that um, <laughs> Stacey can get her notes That's on whatever's it. about to happen. <laughs> Here we are. So we're back. We're back. You've got your notes. I've got my notes. producer. There's just been a load of tweaks because, as I said, a couple of the pro girls are poorly. Um, and, but actually, everyone's fine now. Everyone's on good form. And Kath is at a foot. But the show must go on. So Johannes and Catherine. They're not going to dance, so you've got to say that at the beginning I'll of the show. Go out at the start. It's tricky as well because Manchester's um, her home. Oh, so yeah, I'm certain there'll be people that have come to see her, you know? But oh, they've still got Kelvin and Karim. Is, he works in Manchester and Mike works in Manchester. So yeah, yeah, we'll still have a wicked show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I was, I was talking about Wedding Singer. Yes. And I was saying about the, like, the Rock of Ages, Casp being in it so that's wicked but also they're just a it's a really nice cast and actually all the cast are saying like this feels like a really nice cast like there's no egos in it there's no divas there's no one sort of you can't take a note from the director there's you know like any of that everyone's just sort everyone's of everyone's game they want yeah. the show to be amazing I think it creates such a nice atmosphere when everyone just leaves their ego at the door and just comes in and like wants to wants to do a great show everyone together like you, you just always end up creating a better show because the same thing of, of what I was saying about like stop thinking about the result in the future and just concentrate on the now the present and enjoy the process if you're thinking about the result or the future or, but what people are going to think and all that sort of thing is yeah, like you get, anything, you, you? you get you get a note from someone and you start worrying oh if I'm getting a note from someone does that mean that they think I'm bad or are other people going to think I'm bad I've got to justify the reason I did it like this and, and make sure people think I'm good and it's like you're not just in that moment creating the best show that you can create that's um, you've got a lot of that from that book I've just Please. read um, the book The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle it's either Tolle Tolle or Toller. I think he's German so <laughs> it makes me think it's Toller. But anyway, everyone's been saying read this book for quite a long time. Um, Russell Brand's been telling me to read it. Um, a few, a few people have said you, you've got to read this. Um, Hitton, my mate Hitton, the frothy coffee man. Um, he, he's uh, he's always said read the power of now. I would recommend it to anyone. It's a slightly um, difficult read. Like you got to focus. But, um, yeah, it requires attention. Yeah, you need, you need attention. It's not just done, just sort of pick Can't it up here and there. Yeah, it. passively read it. Um, but the whole sort of point of the book is um, about not living in the past or in the future, because actually they don't they don't really exist. The, the past the past is is just stuff that happened before and all and things that would be like informing. All your decisions you make if you don't if you're not sort of present and conscious you've just got this unconscious that's going this has happened to me that has happened to me i've decided that i like this kind of music therefore i'm going to play that song without even thinking about it and it might be that you actually want to listen to something else at the time but all your past has gone no i want to you know i'm just going to make the decision to do that that's like you because you used to think that you were 
a rock star and you would yeah. only listen to very, very, very highbrow rock music. Because and now you live <laughs> for Stormzy. Yeah, well, yeah, you love yeah. Stormzy. I mean, that's a very you sort of tame example of it. Stormzy. But, but yeah, it's like you, we build up this identity of ourselves. Um, I only drink in, Japanese whiskey and past, listen to rock yeah. music. <laughs> so because if we're living in the past, we think we've got to cling on to that identity. We've got to cling on to that. And then if we're thinking about the future and we're perceiving what people are going to think of us, you know, like going forward or it's like that's what causes stress and anxiety all the time. And, and most of the time people aren't sort of consciously present and living in like the present moment of now and just enjoying whatever it is is happening right now. So like the example is I shouldn't be thinking about, oh, my God, I forgot to take care of that, um, you know. I forgot to um, send that email and I shouldn't be thinking, oh my God, what's everyone going to think of this podcast? When am I going to put this podcast out? I should be just enjoying, enjoying this moment right now recording this podcast. I'm not being rude. I'm just texting yeah. Claire because <laughs> that microphone is making a load of noise. Yeah. This um, mic is hissing. And, and it's kind of like, in terms of performers, I think this links into... Um, like the rehearsal process or even the show itself like when we get anxiety or we get nervous and I've been saying I said in an interview just recently like and obviously I've talked a lot on this podcast about how a lot of the time I'm a bag of nerves you're a bag of nerves if you're worried about what's going to happen in the future yeah it's the anticipation right? it's the anticipation yeah. it's the unknown it's yeah. the future that yeah. you're worrying about yeah um, and that's what makes that's what makes you nervous whereas if you're actually just as present as possible soaking in, up your in the now, yeah, yeah, soaking up your surroundings, aware of what's around you, and just okay. going and doing the show. Mm -hmm. Say if you're performing, just going and doing the show, not going out there thinking, I've got to impress in this show, mm -hmm. or what are people going to say, mm -hmm. or what you are know, the reviews, what are the reviews going to yeah, be like, yeah. what's the audience reaction yeah. going to be like, da, 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 da. that's living in the future. Uh -huh. um, if you just go out to do the show as best you can in that moment, then it sort of blocks out any nerves because you're not thinking about any of that stuff. You're just, you're just present. And weirdly, and I've always been so nervous all the time and riddled with anxieties yeah, and, and, and all of that. How it's going to turn out. I've always been a bag of nerves. Weirdly, on Wedding Singer at the moment, I don't you feel nervous. It's the first time in my whole life <laughs> going into a show that I haven't felt nervous. I mean, now, on the floor, you were relatively... Chill, no? No, I was looking forward it to it familiar. on the floor, it and it felt familiar, but I'm still, before I go out, I've got so much nervous energy that I want to go out and electrify the audience, and I want to go and, you know, I want the audience to, to be really energised and ramped up, and, and I want to give them the best night of their lives, and if it's not, I'm going to be really upset, and you know, do you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I worry about all that. Whereas I should be just enjoying the show and enjoying the dancing and enjoying yeah. the moment. And I feel like, I feel like... Could so you leave the room, Kev? I've got to get few, dressed. You what? I've got to get dressed. Could you leave the room? <laughs> <laughs> so we've done a few run-throughs of the show um, in rehearsal. For, uh, we did a run-through. Um, first of all, it was just a run-through for us to do it top to bottom. The next one, so the cast of Fame were, were in um, the theatre downstairs because we're rehearsing in Wembley Park Theatre. Yeah upstairs in the rehearsal rooms and um, Fame have been performing there and they invited the cast of Fame to come up and watch our run through 
and so there was a little bit from a few people there's a little bit of oh my god we're doing we're doing a run through from top to bottom in front of this cast um you know but don't worry they'll be on our side sort of pep talking themselves and and that normally would have been such a cause of anxiety for me and it was a oh hysteria yeah my my brain on any other day in my 37 years of existence would have would have gone the, this cast of fame is here to judge me. They know I'm from Strictly Come Dancing. They know that I haven't been doing musical theatre all my life. They're going to sit there. They're going to think, oh, he shouldn't be here. It should be someone else. He's rubbish. He's crap. And I would have had to go home. Like, because I'd have been Sorry, so... I'd have been so nervous. Um, but actually, I was just like, yeah, I'm really going to enjoy this. I can't wait to do this because I'm really enjoying the show. Like, not worrying about what they're going to think. I'm, uh, I'm enjoying the actual process of what we're doing. And then we did another run through... I've got a hole in my pants. Oh, dear. Jeez, must have moths. <laughs> uh, we did another run through... The following day. where everyone was allowed to invite two people to come and watch the run through. Jess came. And Jess her. came, a flatmate. Um, She's a dancer as well. Yeah, and an actor. And... Um, and again, I just wasn't nervous. I was like, I'm just going to go out and enjoy this. And then we did a run, our last run through um, Friday night for all the producers of, of the show. So like the bosses. And you could feel like a definite shift in, in the cast of like, producers are in, this needs to be good, da 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 But again, that's living... Yeah, but again, that's sort of immediately like coming out of your sort of conscious present, like the now, and going... What's going to happen if this happens, you know, in the future? And that, that gives you anxiety. And again, I think probably because I'm on one at the moment, because I've read The Power of Now, I'm, I'm feeling very present in every moment at the moment. And I just thought, I'm just going to go and do the show. And I'm enjoying doing the show. So, you know, that, every, every, everything else will be an afterthought. And um, it's really helped. Like, I've, I've got to say, it's, it's the most calm I've ever felt. Now, the only thing that stresses me out about that is that I've never felt calm what, before. Yeah. So what happens now? Calm? Yeah, I've never felt calm yeah, before. I've always been riddled with anxiety and panic. And, <laughs> but everything's generally been quite successful. So I'm wor <laughs> my worry is now that like, oh, if I'm calm, it's all going to go wrong. It's sweet so Bryony's coming in right Bryony, now to, to dress Stacey. We're recording the podcast at the moment. Kevin, yeah. Me and Bryony have worked together for many years. Burn the floor. Burn the floor. Yeah, Bry Bryony has, has often been the one responsible for making me look good on stage. What do you think, sweet Bryony? Gold dress. Because it's a big job making me look good on stage. Because <laughs> I'm quite scruffy. I'm exhausted. Um, <laughs> Absolutely exhausted. I'm going to retire soon. But on this note, what we're talking about, and this sort of being present and all that power, power of now, I think you, Stace, you're really good at this. Because I, I, I think, would you say that you get nervous really, or do you? Rarely. <clears throat> Did you lose your voice just then? Oh, that's really helpful, isn't it? <laughs> yes, I know I'm about to go and talk to thousands of people. <laughs> I, re I rarely get nervous. I... I was not there. Like I said, with this, I was nervous in rehearsals, weren't I, Bryony? But as soon as yeah. the show itself started, I felt chill. Uh, at work, I feel nervous if I've got, like, you know, if I'm interviewing a, the Prime Minister or 
you know, someone sort of fairly highbrow, I think, oh, don't get it wrong. And also, you're often limited with time in characters like that. But generally speaking, I'm quite relaxed. Mm. And the noise and the kind of nonsense that sometimes comes with our line of work, I'm, I'm, I'm reasonably good at blocking all that out. I'm not asked. She's chill. She's Good. chill. See you later, Bye. See ya. Thanks, girl. Your lippy looks nice, Brian. It's just a lipstick. So, yeah. In in general <laughs> now, <laughs> Stacey's now dressed like the glitter ball. Oh, my God. I like Diana Ross, I wish. Um, Diana Ross, Gloria Estefan. But in, gen, in general now, I, I am um, in general now, yeah, I don't feel as nervous about doing Wedding Singer as I have done for everything else that I've ever done. And I'm hoping that's a really good thing and this is going to be a big step but forward for me. Point. Yeah, um, because I'm just genuinely loving what I'm doing and I'm loving sort of listening and learning to different ways of doing it. And, and yeah, I'm really enjoying it. And we open on Thursday. Ask, ask me on Thursday, I'll be a complete bag of nerves. Thursday, Yeah. But um, and just for any of you that keep sort of contacting me on social media, um, it's um, it is just a London run because I keep getting lots of people saying, "When are you coming to Manchester? When are you coming to Belfast? When are you coming to?" Um, it's not a tour. Um, it's not a tour that we're doing. It's a very short window of time that we had to do this, and it was just because this new theatre in Wembley, so it's the Troubadour Wembley Park Theatre, um, it became available. Um, for, for a short run and they decided to do like we're, we're opening on the 30th of January and we run until the 1st of March that's all it is and it's just in this Wembley Park Theatre it's not a UK tour that we're doing so um, <coughs> come down to Wembley come for a weekend in London or something and um, it's, it's, it's just going to be an amazing amazing show and I, re I really want everyone to come and, and see what we're doing because I think we're um, I think we're putting a great show together and it's it's me living my best life in musical theatre, acting and singing. I love it. I'm just loving it so much. I also dance in it. Like, there's big dance breaks. Um, so, yeah, the, 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 triple, the, the triple threat show, basically. Um, but, yeah, I'm loving it. 30th of Jan till the 1st of March, Troubadour Wembley Park Theatre. Come and see um, The Wedding Singer. Um, yeah, so Stacey's got a show to do. She's got to go out in front of a few thousand people in Manchester in a few minutes and wow the crowds. Um, I'm going to sit and watch the show. And uh, yeah, that, that's going to be awesome. We're going to interview... Um, if, I don't know how much battery the mics have got left, actually. I was going to do some more interviews while I was here with a few people. Yeah, but... Um, um, but let me know who you want to hear from. I'm also going to interview a few people from the Wedding Singer cast. I think the next one, I'm going to interview Rhiannon, who's a leading lady playing Julia in, in the show. Um, just really, really talented girl who I worked with in Rock of Ages. So that's going to happen soon. Um, yeah, and um, hopefully see you all either at the Strictly Tour or at, uh, at the Wedding Singer. All right, see you later. Ciao.